Hello, and welcome to the inaugural podcast of Let's Run, the Western Mass Running Podcast. I'll be your host, Tim Gaudet. This podcast is made possible thanks to the resources at East Hampton Media. The objective of this podcast is to be a source of information for runners and those who want to start running, primarily in the Western Mass area. Topics will include local running clubs and organizations, training, injuries, shoes and accessories, and so on. Every podcast will have a segment on upcoming races and events, as well as significant running results and news. With more folks getting vaccinated, I'm hopeful that there will be more races and events this summer. I can just feel the energy building. But the feature of most of my podcasts will be a conversation with someone from the Western Mass running community, with Western Mass being defined here as Hamden, Hampshire, and Franklin counties, you know, the the I-91 corridor. I know many runners have interesting stories to tell, and I hope that I can convince some of them to share them on this podcast. However, for my first podcast, I'll be flying solo as I get used to the technical aspects of actually creating one. Ryan Arnold from East Hampton Media has done a great job bringing me up to speed. Today's featured topic will be local running clubs and organizations. I hope to have key people from all of these organizations on subsequent podcasts. My plan is for these podcasts to be approximately 20 minutes long, although I, I believe this one is, will end up being a little bit longer. And I hope to release them on a regular basis, either weekly or biweekly. I believe that podcasts can be a good format in communicating with runners. I know that personally, I frequently listen to podcasts while I run. So I'm a Boston sports nut, so, so quite often I'll listen to the Bill Simmons podcast while I'm out on a run. Or if I'm in the mood for news, I'll listen to the New York Times Daily podcast, or download the Hidden Brain podcast if I want something a little bit more educational. I hope that you'll subscribe to the Let's Run podcast and find its content interesting and useful. Perhaps you can listen to it while you're out running or while in your car using an app such as Apple CarPlay. You can find this podcast by typing Let's Run into your favorite podcast app whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or Amazon. It's available on the East Hampton Media site, and I'll be hyping it on Facebook and wherever else I can. I should note that these podcasts are strictly for fun. I'm just a retired guy who loves running and is fulfilling a passion. But before we get into our featured topic, a little background on me. I've been an off and on runner for much of my adult life periodically running in 5K or 10K races. Almost 10 years ago, I started running at the Empire One Running Club on Thursday nights at at the races at Ashley Reservoir in Holyoke. And then as I started rubbing elbows with the real runners and listening to folks talk about running marathons and half marathons, uh, I ultimately set a goal for myself to run a marathon. But until 2014, at the age of 59, I had never run anything farther than a 10K. A friend who was a member of Empire One suggested that if I had a goal for running a marathon, that joining a running club would provide me with training partners and opportunities to meet experienced marathoners. So I joined Empire One and it was exactly as she said. My first half marathon was to run to remember in Boston. And my first marathon was the Hartford Marathon in 2014. I've run nine marathons total, including Boston three times, 
We could not have done it without support provided by running clubs and groups. In addition to Empire One, I've also run with Griffin's friends and have also run a few times with a training group now known as Four Run Three. So it's appropriate that today's featured topic will be on Western Mass running clubs and groups. In this segment, I'll provide a survey of the Western Mass running clubs and organizations. The information that I'll provide is based on my own personal experiences, as well as from websites. Hopefully someone will let me know if there's other groups out there that I've missed. I know of five running clubs and groups in Western Mass. These are the Empire One Running Club, the Greater Springfield Harriers, the Sugarloaf Mountain Athletic Club, or SMAC, the Western Mass Distance Project, and the Pioneer Valley Women's Running Club. In addition to these clubs, there's five additional organizations that promote group running activities. These are Four Run Three, Griffin's Friends, Team RWB, Red, White, and Blue, Marathon Sports in Northampton, and RYH Run Your Health. I'm gonna now go into a little bit of detail on each group. The Empire One Running Club is based in Holyoke. This is the club that I belong to, and I must say I love being a part of this group. I joined in 2014, and many of my close friends are EORC members. Dick Arsenault, a Western Mass running legend, is the longtime president of this club, having led it for over 30 years. From April to September, Empire One features popular Thursday night 5K races at beautiful Ashley Reservoir in Holyoke, and Monday night three-mile races at Stanley Park in Westfield. These races are timed by Dick and his team, who also, and Dick also has a timing business called AccuSpec. The Thursday night results are posted on a monitor at the Holyoke Elks, where runners congregate after the race for some reasonably priced post-race libations. Dick records a video of everyone crossing the finish line, and this video was also shown after the race at the Elks. Dick also has a drone that he has used to film the race from up high above. The raffles and prizes as well. The Thursday night races are a fun and popular event, typically draw between 100 and 150 runners. And Ashley Reservoir is truly a beautiful place to run, a hidden gem in Holyoke. Also on Monday nights at Stanley Park in Westfield, Empire One hosts a three mile cross country race. The route takes a lap on a big open grass field and then heads on a path through a wooded area in Stanley Park. These races typically attract between 50 and 75 runners. From April to mid-June, the Stanley Park races feature an eight-week point series with cash prizes. And then from mid-June to September, the Ashley races feature a 12-week point series with prizes. But due to the pandemic and restriction on group races, the regular races have been replaced by self-timed time trials. Where these work is that you check in, complete your run on your own, and then return to the check-in location with your result. You can do this anytime between 5.30 and 7.30 p.m. Dick will then post the results on the Empire One website. The time trials are free and start on Thursday, April 1st for Ashley and on Monday, April 5th for Stanley Park. Next club are the Greater Springfield Harriers. This group's been around since 1978. 
Peter Statz is the club founder and was president from 78 to 2016, and has then turned the reins over to Rob Landry. The Harriers features two race series. In the summer, uh, they, they host the Summer Sizzlers, which alternate between a 5K cross-country course and an 8K on-road course. And these are run on Wednesday evenings from April through August. In the winter, the Snowstorm Classics, which alternate between 5K and 10K races, run on Saturday mornings from December to February. Both sets of races are run at Forest Park. The Harriers proudly proclaim that they've never canceled an event due to weather. However, because of the pandemic, these races have been virtual events, and I expect this year's summer sizzle is also to be virtual. The way the virtual event works is you just run the course on race day, in this case, Wednesday, and then submit your time. And the results get posted on the Harriers website. I've run many a Snowstorm Classic race, which in those races typically attract between 75 and 100 runners. However, I've never run a Wednesday night sizzler, but I understand that the 5K cross country course through Forest Park is challenging and tricky to navigate. In addition to the weekly race series, the Harriers have hosted the Walter Childs Memorial Race of Champions, otherwise known as the Holyoke Marathon. This race is in May. It's been run for 58 years. And the Harriers also host the Big Fourth 5K, which is held on the 4th of July. And that's now held at the Basketball Hall of Fame. Harriers have hosted that race for 43 years. I personally run in both of these events and they're well organized. The Walter Childs race, is a Boston qualifier, the marathon, Holyoke Marathon. And I actually qualified for Boston in the 2016 race. The Harriers also sponsor a weekly trail race series for kids 15 and under. Of course, because of the pandemic, I'm not sure what the status of any of these events will be in 2021. I suspect they'll all be virtual. The Harriers website contains a number of useful running links, as well as a listing of upcoming events in the area. The Harriers also own and operate two running stores called Fast Feet, one in West Springfield and one in Westfield. The next club is the Sugarloaf Mountain Athletic Club, or SMAC. And this club was founded in 1972. From early April until the end of August, SMAC hosts 5K cross-country races on Tuesday evenings in Northampton, just past the Northampton Community Gardens on Burt's Pitts Road. I've never run the course, but I did walk it with a friend one evening. It's a nice trail run through beautiful fields and woods. An average turnout for one of the Tuesday night races is around 80 people. I believe that some of the runners meet afterwards for a bite to eat and a drink and a drink at one of the downtown Northampton restaurants as the race is only a mile away. Because of COVID restrictions, the Tuesday night Northampton races now will also employ a time trial format. You just register and run on your own between 5.30 and 7 on Tuesday evening. The time trials are free to all, and SMAC will post the results on their website, which, by the way, is, is the website is very well organized and informative. SMAC has traditionally hosted a race series featuring races which they themselves organize. These races include the Ron, Ron Hebert Road Race in Florence, Nancy's run for the ACCRF in West Hampton, the Summit Run 5K race at Mount Holyoke in Hadley, the 14-mile Mount Toby race in Sunderland, the 9K for K9 in Montague, 
And the Green River Marathon, which runs from Marble, Vermont to Greenfield. I spoke on the folks who have run the Green River Marathon and they rave about the beauty of the course. Because it's at the end of August and it's a net downhill course, it's a popular event for those who wanna make a last chance try to qualify for the Boston Marathon because the Boston registration takes place in early September. I'm not sure what the status of any of these races are in 2021 due to COVID, but the website indicates that registration for the 2021 Green River Marathon is full. It's been capped at 500 runners. SMAC also sponsors youth track league events in Northampton and Amherst. And SMAC members get to participate in a weekly 5K event in Montague called the Turnaround 5K. They also publish a cool bi-monthly newsletter called the Sugarloaf Sun which features interesting stories, photos, and illustrations that are created by their club members. This is all available at their Slick website. I should note that these clubs, the Empire One, the Harriers, and Smack, all have a very limited number of invitational entries to the Boston Marathon. The number of entries varies each year. I know last year, Empire One had two entries. Um, and each club sets the rules for how these are distributed. Pioneer Valley Women's Running Club was established in 2000. Their website describes themselves as a group of walkers and runners of all abilities living in Western Mass and Northern Connecticut who want to stay healthy and have fun. While their Saturday group runs have been postponed due to COVID, in the past their group runs have been at Forest Park, Ashley Reservoir, Ludlow Reservoir, and the Southwood Rail Trail. They offer a $1,000 scholarship for a college-bound female high school athlete and have offered scholarships every year since 2002. I don't know much about this organization, but hope to learn more about them in the upcoming weeks and, and uh, pass that information on to you. Perhaps you've been at a race and seen a very fast runner wearing a blue and white singlet with the words Western Mass, Western Massachusetts emblazoned across the front. These runners belong to the Western Mass Distance Project a team of competitive runners, both male and female, whose purpose it is, is to support national and international amateur sports competition in track and field and long distance running. The team includes 41 male runners and 32 female runners. So, so that covers the five, five formal running clubs. Uh, now I'd like to talk about additional organizations that organize group runs. Uh, first one of those is, is Four Run Three. This is a running store locally owned and operated by Tim and Jill Murphy. They're located at the Five Way Rotary in East Longmeadow. But I don't believe they're a formal running club belonging to Roadrunners Club of America or USA Track and Field. They do have a, a Four Run Three Running Club Facebook group, and it's pretty popular. They have 828 members in their group. They offer group training programs that are geared to prepare runners for a specific event, and they welcome runners of all abilities. Four Run Three just finished a 10-week training group that prepped for the Holyoke St. Patrick's Day 10K, which ended up being a virtual event. And they currently have a 13-week half marathon training program that they started in February. The training programs feature two group runs per week, typically one on a weeknight and one on a weekend morning. These programs provide coaching, group maps. Uh, Jill leads the team through pre-run dynamic warm-up and post-run stretching, 
They have water and support stops. And probably the best part is it's, it's really a chance to be part of a group of runners pursuing the same goal. And while I've never actually completed one of these training programs, back in 2017, Jill did let me join the group a few times as a drop-in runner. At that time, I was preparing for the New York Marathon, which took place in early November. And Jill's group was preparing for the Philadelphia Marathon, which is a few weeks later. I can certainly attest to the group camaraderie. You know, I made, I made a number of friends just the few times I ran with this group. I don't know what the group sizes have been lately, but, but when I was running a few, couple of years ago, there were probably 25 to 30 people in, in the training group. So seemed to be very popular. During the group runs, you know, folks would split into smaller groups depending on their pace. So, so it was really geared to people of all abilities. If you needed any running shoes or gear, well, you, you kind of runs started and ended at four run three. So, so you were right, right there. You could pick up running supplies. Uh, Jill actually hooked, helped me hook up with some uh, Nike Vaporfly 4% um, fly knit uh, running shoes. <laughs> Jill and Tim also offer race timing and management. Jill and Tim were also, they were the catalyst behind uh, the planned Hoop City Marathon which was a marathon to be run through the streets of Springfield. However, this event has yet to come to fruition as, as back in 2019, the city wasn't prepared to hold it. And then COVID stopped it last year. I, I, I don't really know what the status of that is going forward. So next group is Griffin's Friends. So back in, in 2015, while I was training for my first Boston Marathon, I, I joined Griffin's Friends. They're a group of volunteers dedicated to providing support to children with cancer. Griffin's Friends established a children's cancer fund at Bay State Health, which is funded by donations from fundraising activities organized by Griffin's Friends volunteers. For a number of years, Griffin's Friends runners ran in the Boston Marathon in April, which was what they called the Marathon Challenge event. And, and so for, for, for these April marathons, they would start their training in December. However, then from 2014 to 2018, they, the Marathon Challenge event was moved to the Holyoke Marathon, which took place in May, as Boston limited charity groups after the 2013 bombing. In 2019, Griffin's Friends used the Hartford Marathon, which took place in October, as their challenge event. And then last year, they had a uh, an event in July they called Miles for Smiles, where it wasn't a race, but, but individual runners would, um, would run and, and solicit donations uh, based on miles, uh, since there were no races due, due to the pandemic. Uh, not sure what the you know, uh, challenge, marathon challenge event, what the major activity will be in 2021. But when they were training for the marathon, when I ran with Griffin's friends, we'd meet at Nathan Bills in Springfield early on Sunday morning. And then after our training runs, we could stop, stop at Griffin's friends and uh, I'm sorry, stop at Nathan Bills and for um, some post-race camaraderie. The train, Griffin's friends training runs attracted anywhere between 25 and 75 people. And I made a lot of good friends running with this group. Uh, their Facebook group, Griffin's friends, they have approximately 1400 members. So a uh, very popular organization. Um, next group I wanna talk about is Team Red, White and Blue or RWB. 
And so their mission is to enrich the lives of America's veterans by connecting them to the community through physical and social activity. Perhaps you've seen some runners at an event wearing the distinctive red singlet with the RWB Eagle on the front. A good friend of mine, Jeff Harrington, is a G RWB member. In addition to informal group runs, the Springfield RWB group, they have a rucksack event at Ashley Reservoir. So they'll load up your backpacks with uh, potatoes and canned goods and lug them around the reservoir. I hope to have Jeff on a future podcast to talk more about this group. And the Facebook group for the Springfield RWB chapter has 368 members. Final running group I'll mention today uh, is uh, Marathon Sports on Pleasant Street in downtown Northampton. On, and and they, they organize runs um, on Thursday evenings. Since I'm usually at Ashley on Thursday evenings, I don't know much about this group. But I do, I do know someone who runs with them, and, and re they really enjoy it. Uh, their website has a photo of 33 runners getting ready to embark on a group run. I don't know if that's a typical group or not for them. Uh, not sure what the schedule's been like during the pandemic, but I, but I hope to learn more about this group and discuss on a future podcast. Oh, I almost forgot. There's another group that I wanted to mention called Run Your Health. This group is led by Laura Morris. I don't know too much about this group, but I used to see folks at road races wearing RYH t-shirts. I'll contact Laura or maybe my friend Rich Geffen to see what's going on with Run Your Health. The final segment of the Let's Run podcast will be a rundown of upcoming running events. I assume that all of these races are still virtual, but you'll have to contact the race website for details. On April 3rd, the Boys and Girls Club of Chicopee Virtual 5K Run for the Kids takes place. On April 18th, the eighth annual Purple Run and Walk for a Cure at Look Park in Northampton. Distances include 5K, 10K, and a half marathon. On April 24th, the fourth annual Virtual Red Shoe 5K Run and Walk in Springfield. Proceeds benefit the Ronald McDonald House of Springfield. Also on April 24th, the 10th annual McDuffie Run for Hope 5K in Granby, Mass. On May 2nd, the Western Mass Mother's Day Half Marathon and 5K, a benefit for Cancer Connection in Waitley. Also on May 2nd, the Healthy Kids Running Series in Granby, Mass. On May 16th, the Happy Valley Half Marathon and 5K at Look Park in Northampton. I'm actually registered for this event in Impact Racing, the race organizers have not yet announced whether or not this race will be held. Also on May 16th, the seventh annual Celebrate Kate 5K in Springfield. And on May 20th, the Old Colony Marathon and Half Marathon at Stanley Park in Westfield. The Half Marathon is seven laps through the park and the marathon's 14 laps. And finally, on May 22nd, the Run Westfield Flat and Fast 5K. This race builds itself as America's fastest 5K, as it, it's a net downhill route from Westfield State University down to Elm Street in, in downtown Westfield. I've actually run this a few times, and yes, indeed, it is a fast course. My, my 5K PR occurred during this race. Again, check the race website for the status of these events. So finally, thank you for listening to the inaugural Let's Run podcast. 
Hopefully it contains some useful information. I plan to release the next podcast within a week or two, which will hopefully, hopefully feature a conversation with Tom Rafsenberger from the Sugarloaf Mountain Athletic Club. If you enjoyed this podcast, tell your friends and subscribe to it on your favorite podcast app. You can find it by searching for Let's Run on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or Amazon. You can also find it on the East Hampton Media website or on my Facebook page. Until then, happy running, 